And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. I can't go on. I can't. Too many WrestleManias. Too many matches. I'll just stop. I'll sleep. Yay! But I can't sleep. The neighborhood needs me. Nah. I knew it! If you had one song, one opportunity to finish this WrestleMania opus in one parody, would you capture it or just let it slip? Go. His hair is greasy, shirt dirty, that nerd DC hasn't been to bed in weeks. He's really sleepy, he's nervous, he knows that he's nowhere near ready. Not a quitter, but he keeps on forgetting how many wrestlers took part in these shows. He's almost done, just one more till the close. No choking now, gotta keep joking, wow. WrestleMania's just around the corner now. Snap back to 25, CM Punk's climbing high, another ladder match win against seven other guys. Next was this Mania, Sand. Tina won it. Then Chris Jericho beat up Steamboat Piper Snooker, the boys that are Hardy had a fraternal party. And after Mysterio beat up JBL, that's when HBA Taker, yo, it was a rhapsody. Cena, Edge, Big Show, Hunter, and Ray. Now on to 26, show Ms. Morrison and Truth, the legacy triple threat. Swagger's only one shot, winning money in the bank. Seamus, Triple H, Mysterio, CM Punk, then Brett the Hitman, McMahon, Edge, and Y2J. And Diva tag team match. John Cena, Batista, Undertaker, Michaels, 2, 27, Edge and Del Rio, Cody Rhodes, and Mysterio, WWE versus the Cora, CM Punk, and Randia. Then Lawler, Michael Cole is boring, but Undertaker and Triple H, Snooky Morrison Truth, Ziggler and Lay Cool, Miz took on Cena, Sheamus and Bryan started 28, then Kane fought Orton, Cody Rhodes and Big Show, Kelly and Maria, Eve and Beth, Taker trips fought till they had nothing left. But hold your nose, cause Team Teddy fought Johnny, then Punk and Jericho, and Cena and Rocky. We move on to 29, it's fine, it is time for the shield. Our eyes were peeled as they took on Randy, Sheamus, and Show. Mark Henry fought Ryback, and then Team Hell No. Nikki and Ziggler, Fandango, Jericho, Del Rio, Jack Swagger follow the belt. Taker and Punk fought. The streak missed its chance to end. It could possibly have kept Philbrooks around. Lesnar and Hunter. John Cena. The Rock Part 2. Then Nola had 30. Triple H fought D. Bry. His main event chance remains. A new edge out. Lesson Kane then battled the Shield. Then Andre. Battle Royal for a big prize. John Cena and Bray Wyatt. Then the world's eyes turned to Lesnar ending Taker's streak. The magic dies. It was chewed up and spit out despite our cries. The show kept going. Women showing that AJ won. Brian Batista Orton then on to 31. Daniel was back on track winning Icy Gold and old Randy and Rollins. That RKO Sting and Hunter. Nikki and Bree took on Paige and AJ. John Cena and Rusev. He's out on a tank. Then Undertaker took on Bray Wyatt. 
Roman and Brock had a fight that Seth won. That moment was real fun. We're done now, son. We're on to 32. When Zack Ryder climbed his way up the ladder to a mania moment. Jericho and Styles dream match a new day. League of Nations and Brock match with Dean was not a lot of fun. But Sasha, Becca, Lynch, and Charlotte was exciting and hot for the Taker Shane's house spot. Baron Corbin won the Andre Battle Royal. Then The Rock beat Eric Rowan for some reason that nobody in the neighborhood really got. Then it was Roman Reigns shot. Triple H did not win. And that brings us to Sunday. Up we are caught. You better lose yourself in the music, the moment, no groaning. When it comes to mania, the E's done a great job. Do not miss your chance to cheer. WrestleMania comes just one time a year. You better lose yourself in the stories, the entrance in a trance. Main card or pre-show, you only get one shot. Promote some positivity, then you can be like your boy in DC. You better drink it in, man. It's the ultimate thrill ride, man. What? What? 32 manias. Four songs, 32 manias, nerdy C strong, 32 manias done in four songs, 32 manias, nerdy C is strong. Here we go now, here we go with the DDT show now, here we go now, start dancing, Doc Manson, here we go now, let's go. I don't know why this song isn't ending, oh there it goes. Nerd DC. I'm out of here. <sighs> that was exhausting. Well, here's the problem, DC Matthews at DC Matthews NAI. What is that, Doc Manson at Doc Manson? Well, I mean, after Sunday, there's another WrestleMania. So maybe I will do. Maybe I will do one just later. Maybe a recap one. But I don't know. That was that was tense. Trying to make sure that was done for today. Well, I am glad to hear it. Um, kudos to you getting through, as you said, 32 manias and four songs. That's quite the feat, senor. Well, to be fair, I was hoping for three songs, but that was folly. That was just... <laughs> it was not going to happen. But what is going to happen is an episode of DDT Wrestling. Doc Manson, DC Matthews here with you. There are going to be, at the very least, even if you only watch... Saturday and Sunday, if you don't watch the craziness happening, if you're not down there in Orlando, there are going to be 18 matches taking place this weekend. 18 exciting, thrilling, amazing matches. And while we don't have to make predictions and productions for all of them, I would like you to rank in whatever system you feel like, Doc Manson, on a scale of 1 to 10, give it a letter grade, uh, you know, in terms of just, you know... Uh, the Scoville scale, which I believe is how they rank the heat of chili peppers. Um, what is your excitement level for WrestleMania TakeOver, the whole kit and caboodle coming up this weekend? Well, I am extremely excited for the match with Ty Dillinger. Thank you. Which one's that one again? I have no idea. He is wrestling. Oh, um... Then I guess he's probably somewhere facing Sanity? He is in an eight-man tag going up against Sanity. His partners are? Heavy Machinery? <laughs> oh, I'd love that. 
And um Alistair Black? <laughs> no, Alistair Black is in a separate match. Oh, he is wrestling. Okay. He is wrestling. Nope, Ty Dillinger is teaming. I when when you hear this, you will say, "No way does he have such strong teammates." Uh you might riot at that. Oh, so it's Ruby Riot Roderick Strong and um No Way Jose. Got it. <laughs> Sir, you are you are Nailed ingenious. It. How you pulled that Nailed out of the sky? <laughs> yes, Ty Dillinger, No Way Jose, Roddy Strong, and the new Ruby Riot taking on Sanity. Of course, uh, Big Demo, uh, who's got a different name, Killian Dare, I think. Killian and, uh, Darewolf. Uh, I don't think so, though his tag team, I think one of them is Alexander Wolf. So technically you could, they could be ah, a tag team called Dare Wolf. Very good. Something um, else for the E to co-op. Uh, so, yeah, so you were excited for Ty Dillinger. Of course. It, it, it will be a good weekend. It will be a good weekend of wrestling. Raw and SmackDown were not necessarily barn burners. But you can't. I can't necessarily blame them because the last thing they need is for one of their top guys to get in, actually injured the week before WrestleMania, days before WrestleMania. So there was a lot of exposition and not a lot of competition, which some people seem to have a problem with. But it it's going to be enjoyable. Um, Alistair Black is taking on Cien uh, Almas, who is been reborn in this heel character that I like very much. We've got the NXT tag titles, the NXT women's title, and of course the NXT title all being defended. So Saturday should be a good show. The The only glaring thing for me is that Cassius Ono will not be competing. Oh, no! I did not get the chance to watch NXT because I was writing the latest DC nerd DC opus, uh, but apparently he competed in his little mini kind of feud with the Drifter. Mm. Um, this Elias past Samson week. in a loser leaves NXT match. Yes, so maybe that's it. Maybe that's why uh, Cassius Ono is not competing because he is lost and has left NXT in shame. Well, uh, spoilers. No, I won't spoil it for you. I'm, I'm sure assuming he won. You're really, really waiting to find out. So I'll, I'll let you experience that one on your own. I'm assuming he won. Now, what that either means is that Elias Sampson is gone. They're going to rebrand him. They're going to give him a new gimmick. Or he's going to the main roster, which would be terrifying. <laughs> or they're going to pull some sort of Phantom Stranger gimmick where he's going to show up like in a mask and everyone's going to, he's going to be like Mr. America Hulk, to use a more modern reference, Hulk Hogan getting fired and coming back as Mr. America. Yeah. That's a modern reference. All right. It's more modern than when dusty Rhodes, I think was the phantom stranger back in like 84. So okay. At I'll least give it that to you. took place in this century. Um, which match of the matches on Saturday, which one are you most looking forward to? I can guess. But uh, I'm looking forward to Asuka versus that lady with the moon puns. 
and the contacts in her eyes. The fact that she's breaking out moon puns. I like moon pies. I was just going to say, she is a step away from being able to hand out moon pies to the crowd. I like Like that's That's what's next, is she's going to be, like, coming out with an ice cream cart and tossing moon pies to the crowd. Yeah, I mean... Here's the thing, like it's strange. I don't. Well, you didn't watch NXT, I suppose, but there is a backstage uh, contract signing between Asuka and Ember Moon with uh, William Regal there in the middle, and it's really strange because you know Asuka is not the strongest um, user of the English language, as am I apparently, but um, watching her though even in contrast with ember moon she is way more comfortable like even without that grasp of the language necessarily in which she is speaking i don't know man i don't feel like ember moon is any way shape or form like ready for that honor um of being the nxt women's champion but then again i guess you know i didn't really think alexa bliss was ready when she won it either so that's I mean, a fair point. I guess it's possible. I think if Ember Moon wins, and I'm still willing to say if, because I'm not sure how I'm going to go predicting this, if Ember Moon wins, she's going to wind up dropping it to one of either Peyton or Billy, Billy. within within a couple months. Because oh, they're, they're... Wow. Billy. They're the next stars in that women's division. It's not Ember Moon and it's not Liv Morgan. It's Peyton I mean, Royce Ember and Billy Moon Kay. still has a chance, but they needed to give her the full Finn Balor treatment, and they haven't. So, well, and now she's making puns. Like Finn Balor's not coming out. I don't expect when we whenever we see Finn Balor next, which I which I should suppose should be something we talk about at some point. I don't think he's going to be coming out and being like, oh, Triple H, when I'm done with you, you will be Finn-ished. Huh? 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 So the fact that she's resorting to the puns. Now, I've seen something. I think I saw something. I don't know if she was on Up, Up, Down, Down. But she's got, you know, I don't think this character and her actual personality are a huge mesh. And I would prefer they walk away from the character. Like, I'm not even sure what the character is, so I'm not sure what the heck all you're the more reason. Away from. All the more reason. Drop the contacts. Drop the entrance. Mortal Combat hood, and sure. just let her be her. You know, the, I appreciate the idea of the gimmick. They've been much more successful with the woman in. Sanity, Nikki Cross, took me a minute to remember that name, that character works, so maybe that's the next, you know, Ember Moon, I think if she were to win this title would be a placeholder for either Nikki or the best friends, you know, I think the next big champion, female champion in NXT is going to be a heel, I don't think it's going to be Ember Moon, having said that, do you think she's going to win, is this the end of Asuka in NXT? I just feel like it's still premature for Asuka to be leaving NXT. I'm tempted to say she's going to retain and stick around. You know, you, again, usually you get one graduation per takeover. Um, I think there are a couple of other choices here. You know, I'm going to go ahead and say I think she retains. I think 
Ember Moon gives her probably the best fight she's had, but Asuka wins in the end. I will not product against Asuka. Fair enough. I still think the best thing for Asuka to do is whenever this women's title or whenever this women's tournament happens, if it happens at all, the best thing for her to do is just lay the belt down in the ring and be like, yeah, yeah. I would like that very much, but um, I'm going to go ahead and say sanity wins. We don't have to spend a lot of time on it, but it doesn't make any sense. I assume so. I mean, I can't imagine Ty Dillinger actually winning a match at a tankover. So I'm going to go ahead and say that, uh, yeah, yeah, sanity wins. You know, I think we we could see, you know, the la- the middle part of 2017 being where sanity tries to collect all the titles. Um, whether or not okay. whether or not that happens, you know, I don't think we've ever seen Darewolf as we shall now call them, uh, as a unit, but, um... Darewolf's unit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, DC Matthews, uh, DC Matthews at AI. Oh, 17 minutes till the show went off the rails. Here we go. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) <laughs> yeah all right Woo. yes uh take a drink alistair black and andrade obviously alistair black they usually win their debuts you would think yeah i mean i haven't really seen any of the build to this match so i'll just there, the there's no build alistair black there's no build it's he's been doing he's done nothing but vignettes and oh, okay. I think it's just Andrade's the only that that I think is the reason why Cassiano doesn't have a match because there's nobody else for him to face. You know, I tweeted this out today. Apparently, Shelton Benjamin has been cleared to return to the ring, and I was like, just for fun, show us Cassiano versus Shelton Benjamin. Just do it. Just you know, sure. But now, is Shelton Benjamin still contracted by the WWE, or did they not contract him because? They did not clear him to wrestle. I feel like when he didn't pass the physical, they didn't offer him a contract. But I would assume, and I could be wrong, but I would assume that the presumption was when he was healthy, they would then sign him. You know, he I imagine he would be a great guy to show up in the June draft class and, you know, add a spark of freshness to the SmackDown roster, the Raw roster. And again, I don't mind send, you know, I would enjoy seeing him in NXT. There's a lot of matches he could have. There, you know, Shelton Benjamin Bobby Roode is not a match I would say no to. So, that's true. Very true. Um the tag titles. Do you know what is happening with the tag titles in NXT? Can you even tell me Authors who the tags of oh, pain all right. are the title holders? Yeah. And they are facing DIY and the revival. Yes. Your thoughts, your expectations. Does the revival move on to the main roster? God, I hope so. I would tend to think so. Um, I would like to say that DIY is going to win this match. So I guess I'll go ahead and say that. Okay. I think DIY is going to win this match. I hope they do anyways, because I don't know how else 
they get those belts off of Authors of Pain because they are booked as an incredibly dominant team, and this seems like a, a moment to get it off of them. But maybe they don't want to. Maybe they'd rather keep it on them and have them look fierce. Heavy machinery. Yeah, right? I mean, that's a possibility. Or Darewolf. Again, we check out the unit of Darewolf and have them in an Authors of Pain feud, which would be awkward because they're both heels, but... But it could happen. It could happen. Um, I'm going to say the Authors of Pain do retain. I think both the Revival and Gargano and Champa are main roster bound in the near future. I think Gargano and Champa could offer some freshness to the cruiserweight roster. The revival could save either of the main roster tag team brands considering <laughs> there Did you see two oh five live? I have not. I was so swept up oh, in man. in nerd DCness that I am behind five live and I am behind on NXT, so I just wanna say that um Alicia Fox, she's great. Continues to be a highlight of that. She was program. great on Raw. She did something I don't remember what it was, but she did something on Raw that was very funny. Yeah, with uh, I think it was Noam Dar versus Austin Aries, and she she is she is great considering I had zero expectations for her. Like, she's incredibly awkward and sometimes difficult to watch, but, like, I feel like that's now all part of the character. Yeah. Like, it's it just, it's working, and I find Did it Did we get the end of the storyline of the mysterious gifts? Is that over now? No, it's not over, but I do think that they did some pretty heavy foreshadowing. Yeah, they've been doing some foreshadowing this whole time and as to who is actually sending the gifts. Um that seems pretty clear to everyone except Alicia Fox. Oh, well, there's there's story happening on the Cruiserweight roster. Yeah, so. there is. Uh, but back to the tag team, you know, there is no SmackDown tag team title match. The SmackDown tag team champions will not be defending their titles at WrestleMania in either. The- well, that's good because the SmackDown tag team champions are the Usos. And nobody needs to see the Usos, so good. I would have said American Alpha. I forgot they won the titles. Yeah, me too. Um, But either way, I think the Revival would help in either sense. You know, the fact that they've added a ladder match stipulation to the Raw tag titles is curious to me. It is now a triple threat ladder match. I did not know that. Because what we need to see is Sheamus diving off a ladder. And ever well, it makes sense because just last night I was thinking about this, and I was somewhat lamenting that. I mean, this could be completely incorrect, but I don't think I didn't think there was any gimmick matches on the show. Like we've got like fourteen matches, and I was like, well, we're not having the intercontinental ladder match. I, I, maybe Baron Corbin, Dean Ambrose, maybe that's like a street fight. It wasn't or announced I, I as know, such. But... It should be. You would imagine it would be, but it hasn't been so far. I guess technically the uh, Triple H Seth is a no sanctioned it's not a sanctioned match, so that will be brawl-tastic. I guess. But yeah, no. Otherwise yeah, it's all straight. I was surprised because for so many years we've had Money mm-hmm. in the Bank, or we've had the Intercontinental yep. ladder match, or so I just I was really yeah. surprised. It, 
So I guess I'm not so surprised to hear that they're going to turn that ladder match, turn that tag match into a ladder match. Although, I mean, I don't think I really want to see Enzo Amore anywhere near a ladder. He's going to kill himself. Well, and that's it. People are like, oh, man, you know what this means. The Hardys are going to be entered into that match. No. No, they no, won't. No, I seriously doubt no, that. No, they will not. If they're going I mean, hey, it'd be great, but I, I, I doubt it. Uh, the last match of TakeOver is the NXT title match. Champion Bobby Roode defending against Shinsuke Nakamura. Mm. I am saying that Bobby Roode will retain, and it just it seems very obvious, especially since I guess a shirt was leaked, a n- new Shinsuke shirt, which does not have the NXT logo, so everyone is presuming that means he is main roster bound, and I suppose it makes sense. So uh, this will be farewell yeah. to Shinsuke, and Bobby Roode continues to take NXT, hopefully in a positive direction. So, Yeah, I mean, I think that's my hope as well. I'd like to see NXT continue to be glorious. Would you uh, rather see Shinsuke on Raw or SmackDown? I feel like he feels more like a Raw character, but at the same time, SmackDown could use him. I think, you know, both could, you know, both could use him, I suppose. But, you know, I think people want him on... SmackDown for the Styles potential, for the Bray Wyatt potential, for the... Not that I think any of us are desperate for a John Cena versus Shinsuke match, but... um, But, I mean, no more or less than Shinsuke versus Brock Lesnar or Goldberg. I mean, don't get me wrong, I guess... I think some people probably are very excited for another Shinsuke versus Brock Lesnar match, but... I don't know that I'm one. No, of them. I'm not. But then again, I'm. I like Shinsuke's entrance. I like his mannerisms, and then the wrestling starts, and it's a better version of Hideo Itami, which isn't necessarily a compliment. So, well, it's still better. So. This just in: uh, new addition to the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, the first Chinese WWE superstar. Uh, how is that possible? They announced that it, there was going to be the 10 men on Raw and the 10 men on SmackDown were going to be the participants in the match. I did not see any such wrestler on those programs this New week. New addition, Tian Bing or Bin Wang or whatever his name is, he is now added. So I guess it will be a 21-person battle royal. Crazy. Maybe that means we're going to see additional people show up in that match. Would be would be possible. Would be possible. It is going to be one of the highlights of the WrestleMania pre-show. Do you care at all that? Please, please kickoff show. Vince McMahon does not care for the term pre-show. It's the kickoff show. Really? Is that on his list? I think it is. Yeah. That would be the list of McMahon. Don't call one. it a strap, man. Um, do you care at all that? Did you know that that list leaked? I've seen it. That's why I knew you weren't supposed to call it a strap or a whatever. Okay. I don't remember what else all is right, on I'm, it. I'm looking okay. for it here. Hold on. Yeah. Okay. Here's here it is. Because you know this um, show is not going to be long enough today. <laughs> um, words to avoid: belt, strap, 
explanation. We don't have belts or straps. We have championships. Titles. The belt represents something. <laughs> the thing that I love about that they is... They used belt? He says, yes, we don't have belts or straps. But then he says, the belt represents something. I just think that's beautiful. Um, uh, we don't say the business or our industry. We also don't say feud or war. We don't say performance, performer, or choreograph. We don't say house show. Instead, live say event. live event. Yeah. Uh, we do not use the term backstage. Instead, use the term in the back or in the locker room area. We don't use the term pro wrestling or pro wrestler. Obviously, we know this. It's superstar, star, or athlete. Do not use the word international, which I thought was strange. Uh, instead, use the word global. There are no title shots. We do not use the term acrobatics. We do not use the term interesting. Because as we all know, nothing interesting ever happens on the WWE programming. We don't use the term DQ. I don't know if I believe that one. That's supposedly on this list. And this is what makes me wonder if this list is accurate or true. I feel like I have heard DQ. Do you think that's not true? Do you think they always say out disqualification? I think like I think when they're talking about there are no countouts, no disqualifications, but I'm sure JBL has said DQ, you know, in passing. I don't think they're allowed to say, "Hey, Shane McMahon and AJ Styles will be engaging in a no DQ match." I suppose not. Um, do not use the term talent. I assume that goes back to the interesting one. Um, do not use the term me or I. So I guess the commentators shouldn't be talking about themselves. Makes sense. Uh, no inside terms. Heel, babyface, blown up, shoot, rib, mark, etc. Do not use the U.S. Use United States because he is extremely patriotic. Is that what um, it actually says? You do not... No, I mean, it just says use United States and with no explanation. Uh, fans, when possible, refer to the audience as you. I don't think I've ever heard that. Um, hospital, don't use the term hospital. Use medical center. I don't think that's true. I'm pretty sure Dean Ambrose came back from the hospital a couple weeks ago. I think, yeah, I think a lot of this. Now, granted, who knows when this list was made, you know. Well, there are notes on it from 2008, so it could be pretty That's what old. I'm saying. If this is a five-year-old list, they could have changed. I could also yeah. see Vince McMahon coming in each week and adding. Like, I could see the list of Jericho being an inside joke that nobody really got, like nobody outside of the business got, because I could imagine a list that Vince McMahon comes up with of things to say or not say, and he just keeps adding to it. And like the list contradicts itself on like page four, but you know, nobody bothers to edit the list. They just keep adding things. Like I said, I mean, there are, there are recent additions at the bottom of this list. Note from VKM, March 6th, 2008 note from VKM, April 21st, 2008 note from, Big per VKM edict, whatever that means. Who's big? Uh, I don't know. Uh, that's October 16, 2008. Note from Steph, etc. Um, and this one, and again, this is one that I don't know that I believe. I don't know if I believe this list because the note on 
October 16, 2008, is please do not use the term sports entertainment. Going forward, please use entertainment in place. I don't feel like that is remotely true at all. Over the course of the past eight years, I don't think they've been moving away from sports entertainment. I think they will still talk about it, but I also think they are trying to, you know, they are trying to talk about entertainment first. You know what I mean? They are entertainer. Yeah. They are they are entertainers and performers first. You know, but at the same time, they also want to. No, 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 not not a performer. They're also athletes. So they're they're yes, entertaining they athletes. athletes, athletic entertainment. I'm surprised that term hasn't come out. It sounds like an acrobatic to uh, to me. Acrobat. So well, that's just out. I don't think we're going to see back to WrestleMania. I don't think we're going to see a lot of acrobatics in that ladder match. I got to tell you, I think. Cass will throw. We're going to see some train wrecks. I think Big Cass will throw Enzo off of it. And let's start there, I suppose. We could start with the pre-show, but let's just start there since we're talking about it. Um, Who do you think wins the Raw Tag Team titles? I'm going to give it to Enzo and Cass. Make the crowd pop. I am inclined to agree. I don't like it. But I also look at this and I think we're going to see a good amount of heel champions coming out of this. Right, right. And so Enzo and Cass might need to be the gratuitous babyface champions just so the fans go home happy. Um, All right, let's pivot to the pre-show. We've got the SmackDown women. We've got a six-pack challenge. Apparently, Naomi wins. You think so? Yeah, hometown. She's winning. Even on the pre-show. Even on the pre-show. I, I'm i going to go with Becky Lynch. I think a babyface wins, but I don't think... As much as I liked Naomi's return, because that Hurricane Rana was ridiculous. Was it? Like, she got... She leapt, and then she was, like, at head level. It was just... I hate those kicks. The I kicks, those kicks. Are, I don't like, and I'm not a fan of her finishing move. Because it's... Yeah. Is it still yeah. the rear view? Yeah, it's, mm. hey, you have a round gluteus. Why don't you use it as a finishing move? Um, yeah. yeah. But that Hurricane Ronda was good. I'm going to say Becky Lynch. I don't have a lot of confidence in that pick. You could entirely be right. This could be a quick pre-show hometown thing. Um, but at the same time, I also think, again, they need a babyface to win it. Mickey James, I don't think, qualifies as a babyface, so... Um, Cruiserweights Austin Aries taking on Neville This could be potentially The uh, Dark Horse Stealing the show of the night I like what Austin Aries And it's on the kickoff show I like what Austin Aries said though about the kickoff show You know I'm not relegated You put me on it And then he said hashtag the elevator Which I think would be a great nickname for him In addition to A-double And I'm actually not I'm not going to take a hard stance on this. I'm not going to sit here and tell you I'm upset that some of these matches are on the kickoff show. Hey, guess what? Some matches have to be on the kickoff show. And there's actually a lot of really good mm-hmm. matches lined up for this WrestleMania. Um, it was just sort of fact of the matter is some of these yeah. things are going to have to be on there. And plus, I'm not mad about it for one second. If anything, it means I'm going to watch and plus the, the kickoff second hour of it year. is going to be on USA Network, hopefully also on the WWE Network. But they're going to be using these matches 
to catch people who haven't been watching wrestling who might, you know, this is their chance. With the WWE Network, you can get a casual fan who watched in the 90s who is flipping through the channel Sunday, lamenting the fact that football's not on, and all of a sudden discovers, hey, there's wrestling. And as they watch this match and then they hear, oh, it's Brock Lesnar and Goldberg, it's pretty easy to fork over $10 to watch this. Heck, there's probably a one-month free trial. There you go. They're going to wind up getting a bunch of subscribers, and it's going to be in part to these matches. I so agree. I don't have a problem with it either. I think Neville retains. I like Austin I'm... Aries, but mm-hmm. Neville's got to hold this title for a while. He's done such good work. He has done excellent work. I just, I just don't know who else realistically he has left to face on 205. I think you could do a longer feud with Mustafa Ali, Akira Tozawa, or in Spider-Man, uh, Cedric Alexander's Hurt. You've got yep. Grand Metallic. If you bring up Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa, they're an option. But I suppose you're right. None of those sound like good, really, really good um, op- uh, not opportunity, um, options. I also I think, you know, we're, they can't have every single title change hands. And I'm looking at an intercontinental title, a U.S. title, a universal title um, that are probably going to wind up changing hands. We've already said we think we're going to get a new Raw Tag Team Champion and a new SmackDown Women's Champion. Somebody's got to hold on to the belt. I mean, I could could see Alexa Bliss holding on to that belt. I guess... I still don't even know what a six-pack challenge is. Is that an elimination match, or is it just first pinfall wins? You don't oh, know. No. You don't know. Uh, I'm going to say Neville. I could be wrong. I do. I would not be upset yeah. if Austin Aries won. No, um, there's no wrong choice here. I'll say Austin Aries just to give A-Dub his, uh, his due, I guess. But, yeah, I, Neville's been doing great things, and if he holds on to it, I'll be very pleased with that as well. All right. That brings us to the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Sami Zayn's in it, Braun Strowman's in it, Mojo Raleigh's in it, Tian Bing is in it, uh, Breezango is in it. Do we even need to make productions here and predictions? I don't. I mean, I, it could be anybody. Like, it could be. Who do you think it's going to be? I'll show you. Hold on. Let me see if I can hold this up to the camera. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's possible, but isn't it also possible that he and Big Show could take each other out of that match? Yes, I wrote to for those people who aren't following along aren't with us. Aren't able to read the video, yeah. Um, I wrote, Brun! all across both of our prediction boxes, which now it occurs to me was probably a mistake if you predict somebody else. But, um... <laughs> but, uh... I, I think I Braun Strowman, I think he eliminates almost everybody. I think he and Big Show could eliminate each other, freeing that opportunity to go to somebody else. But my problem is, I don't know who you have win that match then. Yeah. I don't think it's going to... It seems like Braun is the shoe in here. You could make a case for Sami Zayn to give him something... I could I could make an argument that you give it to Mojo Raleigh, and this is what propels him to slightly bigger things. You know, I, again, 
I, I'm going to I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I really do think we're going to get a new Intercontinental Champion on Wrestle at WrestleMania, and I think Mojo versus Corbin could be a feud we see. If Mojo wins the Andre Battle Royal, that could propel him to challenge the Intercontinental Champion. You know what bothers me about Mojo Rawley these days? He had this great promo where he said, oh, man, Zach's hurt, and now I've got to do something different. I've got to go out there and show them that Mojo is something beyond this crazy guy that you've seen in the ring. And, and I don't now, know if you've been paying attention to SmackDown at all. And now he's a crazy guy in the ring. Yeah, like he has done nothing different pretty much since that. It, it, maybe he did something different for a couple of weeks there. But as of this past week, he was right back. I don't know to the that they got to stay hyped. Yeah, Mojo I don't Rowe. know that they've given him a lot of chances to do anything different. Um, but I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I'll give it to Braun, just so you don't have to change the bracket. I appreciate that. Thank you. Not a problem. Um. Uh, yeah, I do think Baron Corbin's going to win this Intercontinental Title. It should be a gimmick match. Agreed. It should not be a forklift match by any stretch of the imagination it should it, false count really anywhere thought, it should have been an ambrose asylum match oh i forgot he had his own gimmick match yeah that's weird that they didn't go that route i mean they could have that be a wrestlemania staple for a couple of years i you know yeah why not nope i think that made that would make a lot of sense so uh but yeah i think corbin wins the intercontinental title he deserves it there are some real real intense dean ambrose fans out there who are just you know, he deserves. I like Dean Ambrose. I like him a lot. He. Yeah. I like Dean Ambrose, but he has failed. I don't think he's done a great job with the Intercontinental Belt. I don't know that he did a great job with the world title. Like, I like him. And I wish he could continue to crawl out of trunks and do the hot dog cart thing. Like, if you're going to have him do a little bit of the Steve Austin thing, lean into it. But. You know, I don't foresee us seeing a Dean Ambrose Bray Wyatt feud for the WWE title going forward. So no, probably not. But yeah, I think Corbin as well takes the uh, IC title. What about the Raw Women's title? Charlotte, Sasha, Bailey, Nia Jax elimination match. See, I really thought that Bailey was going to win the title at WrestleMania. The fact that she's already the champion really throws things for a loop for me. Mm-hmm. Um, That's fair. I don't think she retains. No. And I'm just, I'm having difficulty deciding who wins instead. It makes, I don't think she retains and it doesn't make any sense story-wise for Sasha to win because Sasha Correct. needs to turn heel on Bailey for losing. Like Bailey needs to essentially Elimin- roll up Sasha and eliminate her, and then Sasha snaps and tries to kill Bailey. That I would mean, make sense. Don't get me wrong. They set they set the foundation for it on Rod this past week with Charlotte laying out there what a double crossing backstabber Sasha is, and Sasha's just using Bailey. All you need is for them to gav each other's backs in that match, have Bailey and Sasha, you know, fend off Nia Jax together. And as soon as that happens, Sasha turns around, decks Bailey, and like that story is complete. Like they set it up enough mm-hmm. that you could have that turn happen at WrestleMania. Um, 
I don't think I really don't think they see Sasha Banks that way. I think they give it back to Charlotte. I I have written Charlotte's name down. I think she does win. I think Sasha turns heel without winning the title. Maybe. Yeah, and then you see Bailey Sasha after this. Yeah, the question mark that leaves is what in the world do you then do with Charlotte? Is she going to wrestle Nia Jax? You know, part of me was tempted to say Nia Jax wins this as like a completely out of left field sort of thing. I think it's highly possible. I just would not be very supportive of that decision. But yeah, but the question then becomes, you know, what does Charlotte do? But then again, what's the long game? What is the long-term game here with for Nia Jax? I mean, they want her to be a big, credible, like, competitor in this division, right? But they've shown they have no problem playing hot potato. I know it's a term that some people don't like, but they have no problem trading that belt around Mm -hmm. in an attempt to sort of build this legacy, not just for the belts, but also for the competitors of that division. Like... A win at WrestleMania for Nia Jax would go a long way towards legitimizing her in the history books. And if they really want her to be the next big thing in that division for, you know, next several years, I mean, that's a pretty good way of cementing it. I think Nia Jax's long-term future is to be the dominant force of the SmackDown Live women's roster. I think the first chance they get, she's moving over. Because then... You know, depending on who else is there, there's potential, there's more potential there um, for stories. The problem we wind up with is, um, you know, there are only so many women on the Raw roster. You know what I mean? Like, I think, I think you could pencil in Charlotte Asuka for WrestleMania 34. I think that could be something that, you know, we, we possibly see. Um, but it is, you know, I do think Charlotte retains. I think she is the biggest star of... What in the world is happening? Oh. I think she is the biggest star on that roster, and she's going to get her WrestleMania moment. I don't remember who won. Did she win last year? It was Charlotte, Bailey, or no, Charlotte, Becky, Sasha. I think she won. Pretty sure. I'm pretty sure, because they had unveiled the women's belt, yeah. right? So she was the first women's champion. And again... Like you said, if Charlotte was going into this undefeated and she was still the champion, I would probably agree with you that this is going to be Bailey's night. They were going to end yeah. her pay-per-view streak at WrestleMania. But that's not, but that's what, they not what they did. So now I've got to pivot and say, well, now they're going to give it to Charlotte. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Uh, the brilliance that was the final. Ep- is that trademarked brilliance? Is that a thing that was trademarked? Yeah, well, Impact Wrestling apparently went back through their entire catalog of YouTube and videos, and they and they put a trademark after every instance of broken and brilliance in all their YouTube videos. I'd also like to point out that literally adding trademark after words doesn't mean anything. Means nothing legal. Let's let's get I would just like to point that let's out. Let's get to the important news. Did they trademark dilapidated boat? Cuz if they didn't, they're doing it wrong. Well, they're doing yeah, it I wrong. I think they're anyways. doing it wrong. But I um, think we knew that. I was referring to the Total Bellas parody 
that led to The Miz spitting fire, that led to uh, John Cena spitting, spitting fire. More fire. So, um, sorry, my phone is going a little crazy. Yeah, I thought that was a great sequence on SmackDown this past week. Uh, again, I thought the Total Bellas thing, the last episode, was very well done. I mean, Mrs. Manson and I even had a conversation about it. She thought that it was maybe a little bit, you know, overtly mean spirited. But, you know, I honestly think that it worked pretty well. And I don't know, man. It made me excited to see The Miz versus John Cena at WrestleMania, which is ridiculous because I wasn't excited to see that the last time it happened. No, it, they did a great job. Cena's promo was great. Miz's promo was great. This whole thing, with the exception of I haven't been wowed by Nikki Bella. Um, no, she's been... Well, I guess she's been exactly what you would expect. She lifted up Tyler... Sorry, Ant. She lifted up Tyler Breeze, which I was, was impressed cool. by. How do you see this ending? I've said that I do think is going to propose, though apparently they're already engaged. I was not aware of this, so... I was not aware of that either. Um, But don't you feel like Miz and Maurice have to... like They, they deserve at least a shot of winning. Yeah, they're not going to win. You say Cena and Nikki? I think so. I would, don't be wrong. Like, you could... Even if he's going to propose, even if they're going to get married by Al Roker, who ordained minister Al Roker, I mean, you know, they could very well say, is he actually, oh, well. Is he actually an ordained minister? I'm fairly certain, yes. Interesting. Maybe yeah. <laughs> That'll be so, great if that's why some of these matches got bumped to the pre-show, because we're going to need a 20-minute impromptu wedding ceremony at WrestleMania. I sort of think that's what we're going to see. Oh, man. But we'll see. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, they could lose and then still do the wedding. I just, I don't know. I, I think they, I, I'm going to say Miz and Maurice just because they, they have been, the Miz was great last year. Uh, this just took it over the top. The fact that he imitated Daniel Bryan whilst on his knees was kind of hilarious. So I need a phone book. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it was great. Uh, also great, the build, not in the more recent build, but the build to the U.S. title match in Chris Jericho versus Kevin Owens. Best friends turned bitter rivals here for the United St- Oh, sorry, not the U.S. title, the United States Championship. Sorry, Vince. There you go. Um, I do not know if any of them will need a medical center after this, but uh, certainly... Certainly a feud worthy. Oh, no, can't say feud. Certainly a nope. rivalry worthy of a championship. Uh, yeah, Kevin Owens wins. Yeah, he does. And uh, we don't see Jericho till SummerSlam, if not later. Yeah, so, something like yeah. that. Um, Shane McMahon and AJ Styles. I'm going to give it to AJ Styles. It wouldn't make any sense for Shane to win. It just wouldn't. Which is exactly why he probably will. 
But in my heart of hearts, I am going to believe that AJ Styles comes nope, out. Nope, I'm going to say AJ Styles too. The, the important question is, will they wind up brawling on the roller coaster? This could be actually, you know what, I'm changing my answer. Which one of them is going to jump off of the globe? I'm changing my answer here. Um, I'm going with a no contest of some type. This match will either end in a double disqualification or a double countout or something because I do think they're going to do something dumb on the WrestleMania set. And so you can't do that and then make it back into the ring. So unless this gets a stipulation, I'll go ahead and say this nobody wins. You're right. You're right. So are you changing your answer or are you going to stick with AJ Styles? Man, you're right. Because AJ like even made a point of saying it on on the show this week that it's not a hell in a cell. It's a straight up wrestling match. You're outside of the ring for more than ten, you get counted out. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be some sort of no contest. All right, changing the answer because there's bound to be something like that, and a lot of these matches are going to be clean finishes. You know, we haven't mentioned a lot of like weird outside interference type things, um, mainly because we haven't gotten to Seth versus Triple H yet. But uh, <laughs> who's going to interfere there? There's no one who could possibly interfere in that match. I, I Samoa Joe's definitely going to be, because he's not in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. So Samoa Joe's yeah. got to do something. So he's going to be accompanying Triple H to ringside. And uh, I think we get the return of Finn Balor. But I agree. You know the 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 question becomes, and maybe this is just me hoping: Does Finn Balor turn heel and wind up joining this Owens Samoa Joe group? I sincerely doubt it. I do as well, but at the same time, they're all like the NXT, like Triple H's NXT guys. So I could see them doing some. You know, that's what I would want. I would be more interested in Finn Balor if he turned heel. I mean, it's possible, but I mean, I think the end game here is for Triple H to steal Finn Balor's heat. So, at some, we have to get them to the point where Finn Balor feuds with Triple H next year at WrestleMania. Um, so they could join forces here, which means they have their falling out somewhere around SummerSlam, post SummerSlam setting up that match at WrestleMania. Yeah, that's entirely possible. I'm not necessarily done seeing Triple H wrestle. No, you're not well, done seeing Triple I H I meant wrestle. emotionally, like, mm, I don't necessarily need yeah, him well. to feud with all these NXT guys. Yeah, well. Too bad. I... I I, I yeah I, I mean I don't know about all these guys but I really do get the impression that the the end game for Finn Balor no pun intended yes. is a match with the game. I suppose um, I'm gonna say Seth wins because Triple H doesn't win these things unless this feud is going to keep going I could see this being a match that Triple H does win because he has lost so many recent WrestleMania matches. Um, I mean, let's face it. Rollins is injured. He's going to have the 
cards stacked against them. Like, and he, I mean, is he, I know he's well enough that they're going to let him do a fight, but it seems to me like he's not cleared to wrestle. So he's probably going to need some more time off after this. So he could lose. I don't know that he's going to need more time off. I th- I think it's possible that he's back, but again, I don't know. So I suppose me neither, but I suppose if he loses, it really sucks a lot of the wind out of his sails. Yeah. So yeah, I guess, I guess Seth Rollins has to, I'm win looking here. at the, uh, the pay-per-views heading for the rest of the year. WrestleMania 33 is obviously this Sunday. Uh, raw has payback on April 30th. Nice. Uh, then backlash, which I feel like just happened. Didn't they just do backlash? I don't but know. the raw pay-per-views are payback, extreme rules in June, bad blood in July, and then SummerSlam in August. I d- did you know that apparently bad blood, the pay-per-view, July 9th, is going to be in Hartford? Well, I did hear that, but pretty soon after that, I thought I had read reports that that was inaccurate. Well, it's on Wikipedia, so don't. You know, don't quote me on anything here. That's what that says, but it could be wrong. I I don't remember the last pay-per-view that was in Hartford. Uh, it strikes me as something that... It was like a payback or backlash yeah. or bat, something like that. I went to it, I think. But, but. That's interesting. Um, but yeah, you know, I could see this going forward, but I don't know, you know, I could see them trying to do an actual match at SummerSlam, but that means they've got to get through like three more months. Remember when we were going to have a short show today? <laughs> yeah, those were the days. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so are you saying Triple H or Seth? Seth. Undertaker, Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Do we ever see Taker wrestle again? Yes. I agree with both of those, so let's move on. Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton. Randy Orton. Really? Does he win the title, or does he like win by disqualification or something? He wins nah, the title. Nah, I say Bray wins it. I hope so. Because, again, what is Orton going to do as champion? Who does he feud with? Shinsuke? AJ? Everyone. John Cena again? Yep. Um, uh-huh. Which brings us to our final match of the marathon that is WrestleMania weekend, um, Baraki Lesnar taking on Billy Goldberg, Billberg, as it were, Brockner and Billberg. Um, Let me ask the the important question first. Um, Will you watch this match or will you tell everyone at your house to go home and go to bed early? Especially if, especially since it is likely that this match will happen after eleven o'clock. I think my guests will still be there, but I may be asleep on the couch. It's what happened last year. Yeah, I can't imagine. I'm gonna like if Bray versus Orton is the lead up. If Bray winds up winning, I might just go out on top there and be like Bray Wyatt won, retained his title at WrestleMania. 
good night, I'll read about this match. Because, again, what is... I don't understand, you know, maybe this match will defy expectations, but I can't imagine this match is going to make me go to bed feeling like this was a responsible and great choice. Do you think that Brock Lesnar will learn to sidestep before Sunday? You would think so. Because, like, literally, every single time he's been caught by Goldberg, including this past Monday night, if he had just stepped to the side... None of this would have happened. I I, I mean, the dude's an MMA fighter, or... Previously, like I think he would well, know. He's got a vertical, you know, a simple evasive. He's got a decent vertical movement. leap because he jumps up onto the ring apron, leapfrog him. I, like he comes and dives through the spear, and you leap over him. Well, that's sad. Brock Lesnar wins, right? Yeah, I'm not excited about it, but yeah. So here's the thing: you're not excited about it. You've made the argument that you can't end the show with this match. What if? What if? This were the first WrestleMania where the women ended the night. No. Ah, come on. I like the spirit. I like the cut of your jib. Um, I like the spirit of that idea. No. Uh, we have a better chance. Well, unless you mean Nikki Bella and Maurice. Maybe that ends the night. And the show goes long... <laughs> Because Nikki needs 10 minutes to put her wedding dress on. And, you know. Um, the important question, by Monday morning, will you be able to uh, tell me any song by Lunch Money Lewis? No. No. I mean, I'm going to guess right now that he's got a song called Milk Money. Um, so... If that's a correct guess, then I guess I can tell you it right now. But otherwise, nope, not a clue. I am not listening to this concert. I will be using it. I will be putting up signs in the house directing people to uh, the bathrooms so that everybody may uh, go simultaneously because... There is no point in spending a half an hour on this concert. We have an email, ddtwrestling at gmail.com. It comes to us from Michael. Just got here five minutes ago. Hello, my friend. For some of us, new iPhone is another way of saying, cool thing I definitely can't afford. Instead of sitting on the sidelines, staring sadly at your wheezing old mobile and waiting... Why are you reading this? And waiting for the contract... We have six actual emails. Someone took the time to send us this spam, and I want to honor them. Thank you, Michael. But fine, I, I just... Fine. Mm. Would you like me to read POVs, or do you want to go in order? Bring it on. The POV. The P underscore A underscore V. Hey, God. Send in those emails, folks, to Wrestling at gmail.com. And as always... This first one comes in from The and POV. And as always... DC... Take it away. Brevity is helpful. Hey, guys. So favorite WrestleMania moment. I have two moments with the same sentiment. Exhibit A, Benoit and Eddie hugging. Exhibit B, Cena and Batista ending WrestleMania 21 as champions. Same sentiment. Here's why. 
In the lead-up to TLC 2013, all I heard from fans and ex-wrestlers was a hyperbole of WWE going back to its roots with one champion. That this is how a wrestling company is supposed to be. I agreed that two champions with no brand split was needed, but this thought of one champion is outdated. I don't know what Taylorist means. Would we have got the moment of Benoit and Eddie hugging with only one champion? They still could have hugged, but it wouldn't have meant the same. Would the torch passing of new faces of each brand have happened if Cena and Batista had happened with only one champion? These two endings for me symbolized a new way of WWE. We've always thought every Mania ending in zero had to be at Madison Square Garden, but with the huge amount of people making this global pilgrimage, it's not feasible now. We always thought that every pay-per-view would only be available, like it was pre-network. We also always believed that ratings were the be-all and end-all. But now, fans consume the product in many ways, and ratings aren't the best barometer. To encapsulate this email, I look back at the endings of 20 and 21 with awe to this day, as it was another example of there being no sentiment in business and how far the WWE has evolved, Yet there was still sentiment in having the old guys put over the new guys. <laughs> what a beautiful amalgamation. Fitting for WrestleMania. Brand split connoisseurs continually have to fight the two champions, Ugh, we don't have two Super Bowls stigma. But this was a Mona Lisa aesthetic of having two champions. Like WrestleMania is too big for MSG nowadays, the WWE is too big of a conglomerate for one champion. It has evolved so much for much for only one brand. And these moments show how amazing this system is. I'd like to continue here by quoting the great philosopher Thomas Paine in saying, I'm sorry, I'm making that, I just decided to continue. I hope Doc is still breathing by the end of this. Doc knows better and has given it to me. The P underscore A underscore V. Thank you, Pav, for that email. This next one comes in from Chris Hawk. What are your WrestleMania <laughs> dinner plans? Um, I don't know. I do not know what my WrestleMania dinner plans are. Uh, I do know. What are you having? Good friend GQ is bringing over chicken tenders from Big Y. Wow. All right. Teriyaki and um does your local big something. y supermarket have a wing bar now they did although i i don't i never really got any from there so we I'm have one sure. but they all look like they've seen better days that's fair but i bet you it's still delicious well chicken is delicious i never met a wing i didn't like hello mrs manson how are you hello hello what did she bring you today, Doc? Um, some cookies. It is impressive that she can and get some It is water. impressive that she can get the lettering on those cookies like that. She, she is a She is a domestic maker. goddess. All right. Oh. Oh, public displays of affection. I suppose in private. Well, you know, I texted a request for some water and the cookies. And just, you know, because she wants to get something out of the bargain as well, um, I had to agree to a smooch on delivery. 
uh, which is what you just uh, had to witness there. What if you had wanted more than just water? Sometimes I have to deliver multiple smooches, and then you would just be uncomfortable. This next one comes in from Danielle Sullivan. Chairs, I've been listening to you guys for a year now. Yay! It's been fun with all the wrestling and non-wrestling talk. So, I read a lot of books, and you both might be interested in House of Leaves. Let me stop you right there. DC is not going to be interested in this book because it's a horror novel. But we'll continue. By Mark Z. Danieweski. Weird last name, I know. It's horror, and the only downside is it's 700 pages. If you Google the title, it's helpful to see just all the odd pages with words all over each other, or when you have to hold the book upside down to read and such. I just want to say I've been wanting to read this book for years now. The only reason why I haven't is because you can't get it on Kindle, because apparently... The formatting of the book itself, notes sort of left throughout and references to other pages and, as she's saying, actually turning the book different ways to read different things is a big part of the experience of this book. And so I would have to actually buy a physical copy of it. And every time I've looked at it, uh, I think it costs like $15, which is just more money than I'm willing to spend on a book. Okay. And I don't have a library card, so. You should get one. Okay. Wrestling question. Have they said who the announcers are for Mania? Well, not Mauro Ranallo. How is the weather this weekend for you? It's going to be severe thunderstorms and possible tornadoes here in Oklahoma. Yay. Wow. A lengthy email from at Danielle Sully 19. Well, I'll have you know, Danielle, uh, it appears as though we're going to be getting three to six inches of snow tomorrow with possibly 10 additional inches on Saturday because we're getting hit by a nor'easter, apparently. So, yeah, not going to be a good time. I, last I checked, was told a coating to two inches total. Mm-hmm. We'll okay. see who's correct. Uh, that was also... I will say there's not going to be much accumulation tomorrow yeah. in the morning. Because it's too warm. It's this is one of the rare right times where I am not gunning for a snow day. I would like to go to school. I would like to do my job. I would not like to have the day off. No, I I never like having a snow day. It just creates giant headaches for me. No, I like having them most of the time, but not in this instance. Our next email comes from Bradley McCullers. Have either of you looked into the Flow Slam subscription? No. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I looked at that and I looked at Fight TV and neither of them made sense compared to the network. How do you guys feel about the TakeOver match card? I like it so far, but we need a Cassius Ono match. I agree with that sentiment. Yeah. And uh, otherwise, it is, um... I think the card looks good. Fine. Yeah. I I am finding myself uh, slightly underwhelmed by the NXT roster, but they lost because... a lot of their stars, I guess. Yes. Yes. But I think they're doing said a good that, job and it's all going to be solid wrestling, so Having said that, I'm interested in Alistair Black. I always like watching the Revival. Oscar's always good and Bobby Roode's always good. So. All right, DC, why don't you go ahead and take this next one? Sure. You enjoy your cookies. Simon. Good evening, dear chaps. I feel like a child, for it is WrestleMania very soon. So close, I could touch it. 
many people will be sharing their favorite memories. They will talk of Macho and Flair at Mania 8. They may talk about Yokozuna Brett at 9. No, they won't. That match stunk. They could even sit there and ponder the disappearance from our television screens of one Sean Mooney, who I actually follow on Twitter purely because he is Sean Mooney. I'm still not quite sure why, and yet I cannot bring myself to unfollow him. Here are the things I would like to ask as we go into this most wonderful time of the year. What is the snack situation for you both as you view the event? Do you go for pizza? Burger? Savory? Sweet? Well, we've discussed that. You're going for chicken tenders. Um, well, no, no, no. That was what somebody asked was our meal. This is the snack situation. The Manson House has always a wide variety of both savory and sweet snacks for... Correct. We will be having pigs in a blanket. We will be having a strawberry tart, and we will be having crunchy peanut butter balls um, coated in chocolate. There you are. And um, I'm sure there will be a selection of craft beers provided by one friend of the show. Will the Arcissist and his lovely Rochelle be joining you? I believe they will be joining us, uh, although I don't know if they plan to bring anything. Well, all right then. Here are my predictions returning to Simon's email. Finn Balor will not appear. Brock Kevin will win. Bailey does the best hurt limp cell since Macho Man Randy Savage, and though I would love her to retain at Mania, I don't think she will. I think her first title win should have been at Mania. Undertaker will count the lights and Roman will be victorious. The glorious, glorious thing is... It doesn't matter what I think. It could all go in every other direction and still all make sense in a few weeks' time. So really, at the end of the day, the only thing that matters is what food and snacks you will be enjoying on the night. All the best, Simon. Thanks, Simon. I like the cut of your jib. Our final email comes from good friend of the show, Glenn at G.A. Russell Nutt. You already mentioned it in last week's show, but my favorite WrestleMania match is HBK versus Taker from WrestleMania 25. I agree with DC that 25 and 26 were two sides of the same coin, but 25 takes it for me because it was the first time we had seen both the Tombstone and Sweet Chin music kicked out from. It was a sort of precursor to modern matches where everyone has their finishing moves kicked out of at least once a match. Thanks, as always. So does that mean we should blame Taker and HBK for all the false finishes we get? I think we should. Darn you, Taker and Michaels. Darn you. Um, What I'm noticing here, we are big overseas. We are big. big because at least three of these emails, Simon, Glenn and Pav are all, I believe, from the UK. I, do you think people enjoy our show from the UK? Do you think we have a British sense of humor? Is that why that, you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. that's what it is, because it 50 percent of our emailers, at least. And, and and we don't I mean, know. I'm pretty fond we of don't saying know. that you don't have a sense of humor. So We I, don't, I don't know, know where Michael, who is giving us the iPhone, came from. He could be from the UK, too. 
could be more than 50%. I don't even see an email. Well, I deleted it because you mocked me oh. for for mentioning it at all. But all right there, fans. Yes, we did say before recording that this might be a short show. And uh, Lo... We wanted to make sure that our fans had enough time to enjoy all the wrestling that was going to come at them this weekend. We didn't want them to feel as though they had to slog through an extended episode of DDT Wrestling when there was going to be such actual true entertainment coming their way. Well, the Uh, the question we we should ask is, are we recording an episode of DC and Doc Talk to be released on WrestleMania weekend? I don't know. Um, I am planning on releasing another show this weekend. Well, what I'm saying is if you would like, I could put together the WrestleMania opus and that could be our contribution to the NAI network this week is just 15 to 20 minutes of Nerd DC. We could record a snazzy little intro. That wouldn't take that long. And I mean, if you wanted to, I was considering putting out my thing on the network. We could do both. We could do that. If you wanted to record your thing, which I'm not allowed to speak on, but you just want my, you're just using me for my joke smithing. uh, (laughs) Come on, you'll get mentioned and you know it. Then you're in the credits. We could either combine the two or you are certainly, I am, I am very okay with taking this weekend and just basking in the joy that is WrestleMania. I really don't think people are going to want to hear our thoughts on the Power Rangers movie, which I know you saw. So it looked so bad. It looked so bad. It looks all right. No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, what is your piece of positivity? We got to stick to the what brought us to the dance. It's WrestleMania. I agree. It is WrestleMania. Get out there! It is WrestleMania. Dancing your underwear, I man. I see lots of people enjoy heading, excited, heading to Orlando. The neighborhood will be brought together. Um, think of us fondly while you're there. Enjoy winning the NAI Hardcore Title, which is a thing. I already won it. I would. So if you guys are in Orlando, you've got no chance of winning that hardcore title. You'd have to find me to win that. Yeah. I, the one that they have down there in Florida is a counterfeit. Well, I've said, if anyone wants to, you know, win it and then send it to me, everybody's got a price for nerd DC. (laughs) You do kind of. Thank you. That's a nice thing to say. I'll give it to you. Thank you. Uh, But yes, it is WrestleMania season. When next you hear DDT Wrestling, we will be breaking down TakeOver, WrestleMania, uh, perhaps even um, Raw and SmackDown. Though, if I have my evil way, you will be hearing us earlier than usual. I I am hoping that we will get the chance to record some day-after podcasts uh, with some Chinese food. So, Mm. just saying. Man, the incentive is just piling up. So, uh, anything else you would like to say, Doc Manson, before we head out into that glorious WrestleMania weekend? WrestleMania! He is. Enjoy it, Enjoy it. Promote some positivity and be just like your boy, Ned DC. Uh, He is Doc Manson at Doc Manson. 
I'm going to stop moving my microphone. I am DC Matthews at DC Matthews NAI. Uh, enjoy every minute of WrestleMania, my friends. And until we meet again, we will see you around the neighborhood. <laughs>